Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Chelsea. And this is Camp Final Girls. Welcome back, you spooky little witches and goblins. <laughs> so how was your Halloween Labor time. Day? Oh, um, <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> Labor Day, I'm talking about Halloween. It's well, it's funny because today I started listening to our Ghosts of Savannah episode because someone I know said that they were listening to it. And it was June when we recorded that. And then I was all talking about, I can't wait for Halloween stuff to come out because I'm so ready to buy some for my apartment and this and that. And now here we are three months later and my apartment is full of spooky stuff. <laughs> I know, so what yo- I did for this weekend was nothing. <laughs> well, actually, well, Sam- I, I went through a lot, but I'd rather not share those secrets. Yeah. <laughs> same (laughs) although I did have fun for most of it (laughs) yeah because you went to a Dodgers game and everything yeah Yeah, that was fun and I saw a movie it was really good what uh the invitation is that a new one yeah I think it just oh I think I saw a trailer for that yeah I actually didn't it it was good but I didn't expect some of it like well that's good if it's like um catching you by surprise yeah it, it actually did I like those good. types of movies mm-hmm. I was expecting something different and I was like oh oh wow this is crazy so it's definitely that's like that movie fresh oh yeah did you watch that you yeah. watched that right that was... and, uh, oh okay and then you're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know I watched that and Jessica's all because my sister Jessica she's been like recommending a bunch of books and movies because she wants mm-hmm. to like read them and then go see them and I was like oh yeah well I recommend this and then she watched and she saw Chelsea no I'm just not <laughs> in shit. I'm like oh, but isn't it crazy she's like but that's yeah. the thing it's not good it's just like, like oh no I thought shock. it was amazing you thought it was amazing I thought it was weird yeah that's the whole point a movie about cannibalism isn't supposed to be like not shocking i <laughs> guess seen that done that like, of the lambs tried done. it <laughs> uh, yeah a boyfriend's past oh yeah let's try it i'm just kidding <laughs> just a little bit of just little never bit. mind i'm i was gonna say something but i'm like people are gonna be like what kind of fucking podcast i know <laughs> these are dirty women no it was gonna be like maybe she she should be arrested oh <laughs> But I'm I'm so excited for you to fucking talk this time because, um, yeah, I feel like I always say that though because I'll be like, I'm gonna do a 16 parter. <laughs> you do. It's like every time, and then we take forever to like record again. So we're just I like, know. I don't. We're we gotta get back on track. We I mean, are we're doing better now. Here's, we are. Yeah. Like we're here. We go. But we just gotta keep doing it because I get it, on like, the train. well I just think about like the beginning when we were doing it consistently like we didn't even miss when it was Christmas you know and I felt so good about it and I looked forward to it and then we slowly started to fall off and then it like became a chore and I don't want it to be that because I actually like doing it 
Yeah, I agree. That's how it started <laughs> to feel like too. And I'm just like, uh, but I like it. Like when we're doing it, I like it. But then it's like the well, I like hearing stories and I like he- learning new things. But half the time, you're telling me stories I already know. That's true. <laughs> you're probably gonna know this one for sure. Oh, probably. <laughs> I know. You well, will. Guaranteed. As long as I learn something uh, new about the case. I mean, you, know? you might. It's not oh technically. God, now you're making me worried. I'm all, what is it? Like OJ Simpson or some shit? No. I listen. Uh, okay. Yeah. T- <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. But um, let's do this, bitch. Alrighty then. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Um. Okay. No, never mind. Go on. No, go ahead. What? <laughs> never mind. All right. So this is the story of the eerie and disturbing history of the Cecil Hotel. Oh, of course I know that. I always just think about the, um, uh, never mind, you'll probably talk about it later. (laughs) All right, so. um, Have you ever been there? No, but like when I learned about it, I was like, I don't think I would ever want to. That's just, just where it's at. Well, yeah, it's like right next to like Skid Row and stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's it's way too dangerous, but yeah, I, I talk I, no, about. No, I'm going, and if I die on the way there, I better become a fucking ghost there. You better take a taser. Uh, I'll take the police one that I got from that. Oh God, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely. I'm like, shout out to Brandon. <laughs> See, I would go to haunted places, but like dangerous, like where you could get killed. I don't know, but it. Okay, no, <laughs> you're like it's adventurous, YOLO. <laughs> I'm all but Alicia. We're meant to die together in an adventure like that and become ghosts together. That's, like, that's true. How we should. I end. have to say, my life lately, I'm doing a little thing, little things that I'm like, what am I? What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, you've been doing that since I met you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So back back to the yeah back to the story. Um. So the Cecil opened up December 20th, 1924. The developers of the hotel planned a huge bow. I think that's how you say it. Bow arts. I don't know what the fuck you're I, talking about. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's bow arts. It's B-E-A-U-X. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I don't know either. But what is it? I don't it's know. It's basically French neoclassicism, Renaissance style building. Oh, uh, bow. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so that's what my apartment is <laughs> <laughs> it's a 700 room complete with marble lobby stained glass windows palm trees and an opulent opulent <laughs> opulent staircase <laughs> you're all wait i wrote this shit <laughs> i'm like what is that <laughs> uh it was built by william banks hanner he spent around one million dollars and back then that Just was change. worth yeah, that was worth in today's money seven. Ten. No, seventeen point three million. That was close. I was gonna say yeah. ten seven. <laughs> <laughs> they they wanted it to become a premier destination for business travelers that came to visit downtown Los Angeles. But during this time, the economy suffered through the Great Depression. For five years or five years later, this would only cause the business to not succeed like they wanted. The hotel was located very close to what is now Skid Row. Skid Row. That reminds me of like the 80s hair bands and then I just picture my mom. <laughs> Actually, she told me that 
oh my mom's gonna be mad if she doesn't listen to this my mom told me that she actually hooked up with one of the members of Skid Row. Really? Yeah. My mom, my mom was a little uh, groupy. Hussy? <laughs> she was a hussy? My mom ain't no hussy. You want to fight me? You want to fight me? <laughs> my mom was. <laughs> okay, fine. Sorry, mom. Her moms were hussing that back then. I mean, that, that was that time. I mean, my mom married two guys from the same band. Like, hello. <laughs> You, you don't get more hussy than that so, you know what actually i want you instead that's funny oh i hear your cat making oh no <laughs> crap it's fine it's musical he wants to get out he's all bitch let me out of here Hold on. <laughs> okay okay the hotel was located very close to what is now skid row which caused the hotel to become a housing option for the local transients, which would continue to grow to thousands over the years. Skid Row is a 56 block area considered one of the poorest places in the world. It is also ground zero of the most dangerous places in the United States. I know, which is like, why would you name your band after it then? It's all, I'm going to name my band after the butthole of America. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe because they were dark and wanted like some dark aura or something. I don't know. They were probably wearing black eyeliner, so that sounds not accurate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There are rows and rows of tents where the homeless people camp out. That sounds like 80% of LA. Yeah, but this (laughs) part is like just like covered with it. Um, They also have missions and shelters surrounding the area. It's basically like a dumping ground for these type of people. Like a lot of people like come fresh out of jail, prison, and they go straight over there. And, That's or, like Venice. I always think about Venice too, where they just like, I guess you get out of your tent in the morning and there's the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's sad, but I mean, where else can they go? Like a lot of people have mental illnesses and they have nowhere else to go because people just kick them out and, or take them there and just be like, here. Well, there's just no government funding for it. And a lot of people get upset. And I'm like, yeah, there's government funding has like been cut for a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> never mind. Way <laughs> off subject. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's almost basically like segregated from the rest of Los Angeles. They just kind of keep them in that section. Um, the hotel would become plagued with many tragedies and mysterious, unfortunate circumstances. The beautiful hotel would be the new meetup for junkies, runaways, and criminal criminals fresh out of criminals, criminals. <laughs> fresh out of prison or jail. Hmm. Since, Sounds since... close to home. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty close to it, right? <laughs> there seemed to be this dark energy attached to the hotel bad things continue to keep happening there it Uh -uh. even housed some of america's most notorious serial killers like who i'm gonna tell you in a minute well shoot now i gotta wait Mm -hmm. (laughs) the cecil's reputation would now be of violence and death which is really scary uh, no, let's book a room yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the Cecil would become a budget hotel around 2 to $3 a night in the 80s. 
It became more popular for drug dealers. Which is dealers. equivalent to what today? Um, well, in 2013, when that whole thing happened, which I'm going to bring up, yeah. mm-hmm. it was $85 a night, which to me, I found cheaper hotels that weren't. Yo, that ain't cheap. Check out Pressline.com. <laughs> exactly. You can find like cheaper than that and like better located. Like, yeah, but it's not haunted, so it's not worth it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, this is the best place in the world. I'm a let's go. Let's be by these drug dealers and prostitutes. That reminds me of uh, that movie that my brother was in about the haunted hotel. You remember that? I don't oh think my I gosh, it. what is it called? It, it was such a B-rated horror film and he was only in it for like a few minutes because he played like a ghost kid whose head was cut off or something. I don't know. But don't I'll, have to, I'll have to tell you and tell these people so that now they can go watch. <laughs> I know, they're going to be like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Sorry, so, so basically the drug dealers and prostitutes would use the hotel as a way to conduct their business. Yeah, but think about it. If you're a prostitute and you have to pay $85 just for the room, how much are you charging for sex? But this was in the 80s. But it's equivalent. You're all 20 But they're not bucks. they're not paying for it. It's the the guys at the Johns. Right. So they have to pay for a hotel and sex? That's too much. Mhm. <laughs> so it went from being a high-end hotel to a scandalous hotel. You're kind of place. I'm just kidding. Hell yes. Well, I never. What scandal do I have? I'm so not much drama right now. I may become drama in their near future, though. That's ladies true. and gents, keep an eye out. So, in the 1930s, there had been about six reported suicides. Some of the residents of the hotel had ingested poison, jumped <gasps> out of their window, shot themselves, or slit their throat with a razor. Oh my gosh, that would be a horrible way to go. Because what if like halfway through your neck, you're like, I can't, I can't do the rest. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing is they don't die right away. That's the crazy part. And they, they feel that. And it's, it's. I know because bleeding to death, it's like such a weird sensation, I'm sure, because it's like your body probably gets colder and stiffer. Yeah. And you're trying to breathe. Mm-hmm. So some of these that were reported included uh, one in particular, for example, in 1934, an army sergeant by the name of Louis D. Borden had slashed his throat with a razor. Less than four years later, Roy Thompson of the Marine Corps jumped from the top of the Cecil and was found on the skylight of a neighboring building. Following, oh, God. Yeah. That was scary. Following these deaths were, there were many more violent deaths over the next Wait, so that was the first death was the cutting of the neck? Yeah. September <laughs> September 1944, a 19-year-old girl named Dorothy Jean Purcell woke up in the middle of the night having pain in her stomach. She was staying with an older gentleman. He was around 38 years old. His name was Ben Levine. Wait, how old was she? She was 19. Mm, scandal. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something that's going on in your house right now. <laughs> oh my God, it's not that much of an age gap. <laughs> No, but pretty much. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. She goes to the bathroom, so she doesn't wake up the guy. um, And she began to give birth to a baby boy. Wait, did he know she was pregnant? She she didn't even know. 
She didn't it even was, know she was pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah. I, did you ever see that show? Yeah, I hated that show. I was like, fuck, shut I the fuck loved up. it. I'm like, I was like, you're such a fucking lying. You're such a fucking lying. No, but you could see some of these girls, like, they're, it's because the baby was like, dramatic reenactment. I didn't know I was pregnant. And it's like, she's all skinny, (laughs) skin and bones. Oh, yeah. But um, she thought the baby didn't survive. So she ended up throwing the newborn baby out the window. Oh, no, out the window and onto the roof. That's what I'm saying. Why would you flush it? I'm like, no, okay, not that I'm condoning you, doing how anything. How can you flush a, a giant baby? baby? People have done it before. Remember how that lady can't... that got caught at the airport because she no. was going to meet her boyfriend and she didn't want him to know she was pregnant by somebody else, so she flushed her baby down the toilet. But how? Could well, the I baby think she tried, and I think oh. the baby survived. Maybe. Oh my god, that's. Oh my god, that's. I know, crazy. but like throwing it out the window, like nobody's gonna see this. Yeah, so the baby ended up landing on the roof of the next building, and she was charged. Um, but but it at, lived. No, the baby oh. died. Hello. Well, the way that story was going was going to sound like it was going to live. No, so <laughs> she was charged. Uh, but at her trial, she was found not guilty by reason of insanity and was admitted to a hospital for psychiatric treatment. Another grimly noteworthy guest of the hotel was Elizabeth Short, a Hollywood hopeful who came to be known as the Black Dahlia. Um, you know who that is, right? Yes, the lady that was found cut. Yep. In half. Ni- 19. <laughs> I don't know if you were going to say that. I was, but this is okay. <laughs> no, but in 1947, that's when she was murdered, and the papers actually named her the Black Dahlia because of her black hair. So Mm -hmm. due to the nature of her case, it was highly publicized. Her corpse had been mutilated and cut in half. Pieces of her flesh cut from her body. Um, She was found on the street not far away from the hotel on the morning of January 15th with her mouth carved ear to ear. Yeah, she, um, that case is still unsolved too of the Black Dahlia. Like, so crazy. Yeah, it's really sad. Like, but I mean that area. And she is was so pretty too. If mm-hmm. if you guys are interested, we could possibly do that case one time. But it's a very interesting story. So if you've never heard it, I definitely recommend looking it up too. Yeah, for sure. All right. So in 1962, a man by the name of George Gianni. Wait, Giannini? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say. It. We're so oh, bad at saying names sometimes. Stumbling across words on a mall. Uh, so are you woman get out of here i've heard you (laughs) okay so he was strolling by just with his hands in his pockets past the cecil hotel and something fell and landed on his head yep killed him and killed him this woman was pauline otto otten she was only (laughs) 27 years old she jumped from a ninth floor window after having an argument with her estranged husband dewey oh no man is worth that no she (laughs) fell instantly killing herself and the man imagine just like like you're just walking past and then freaking something and like it's one thing if it's like a piano falls in your head or something but like a person so you're just both dead yeah and then you get to heaven or hell and you're like wait how did i die and they're like a woman killed you what do you mean 
she landed on you. Yeah, that, that's insane. Yeah. They actually thought he committed suicide too, but then they realized he had his shoes on still. Um, and then they realized that if he jumped, his shoes would have fell off mid-flight. So, well, that's what they said. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. I, I would think like the that's like, what they conclude between their impact like marks on their body. Well, that was what was said was concluded. So that I'm a little confused about that because what if his, <laughs> what if his laces were tied very tight. tight? Yeah, yeah. And she's all wearing heels, and they're all that's what they did. yeah. It was just her. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Pretty crazy. Uh, in the late 1960s, an older lady by the name of Pigeon Goldie Osgood. Oh, oh like from um, uh, Home Alone 2? Or is it the first one with the pigeon lady? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the second yeah, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. She was a retired telephone operator living in the residential rooms, and she was discovered deceased in her room. She was the victim of rape, physical assault, and a stabbing. Unfortunately, her murder had never been solved. They did find a guy on the street that was bloody. Wait, but you're not going to explain to us why she's called Pigeon Jody or whatever? Well, you just said it. She was feed the pigeons all the time. <laughs> no, I, <didn't laughs> I mean, it's actually like the movie. It was. Yeah, that's, that's why. Oh, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's who she was based off of. Probably. You never know. Hmm. All right. We're into this part of it. One of Los Angeles' most infamous serial killers, known as the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, Ramirez was known to frequent the area and skid row. He was actually a resident of the hotel located on the top floor. Before he was cast, huh? Yep, he was in the penthouse. (laughs) He's all the killing bitches, making money. (laughs) $14 a night. Uh, before he was captured in 1985, he committed some of his crimes while he was staying at the hotel. After he murdered someone, Richard would throw his bloody clothes into the hotel's dumpsters and go into the hotel either completely naked or in his underwear. Which hey. would, <laughs> and this did not surprise the hotel because of what was going on around that time, which was the prostitution, drug dealers, and Sounds all. Sounds like the McDonald's of hotels. Yep. The Walmart of hotels. <laughs> Pretty much. So he had uh, more than a dozen victims. He was convicted of 13 counts of murder, five attempted murder, 11 sexual assaults, and he was sentenced to 19 death sentences. But he died of cancer while he was in prison in 2013. Yeah, and the way he got captured was so crazy because like oh people my just God, like, were chasing him down the streets of LA and the neighborhoods and he thought he was going to get away. Yeah, these like neighborhood watch bitches they're like no no yeah forever yeah now because he did you know that he is the reason why people put bars on their windows in la he was the one that started that shit that makes sense yeah because now you go around to like old neighborhoods that are kind of ghetto and everybody has bars on their windows Mm -hmm. and that's why wow that's crazy i know in 1991, an Austrian serial killer by the name of Jack Unterweger. <laughs> right. <laughs> if that's how you say it. <laughs> he was a magazine writer that pre- was previously released from prison in Austria for good behavior. It is speculated that Jack chose this hotel because of connection with Richard Ramirez. He was supposedly on assignment 
but instead of doing his job, he decided to murder prostitutes. That's like what I do at work. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm working. <laughs> Just he, kidding. I don't condone murder, guys. Yeah, no. He uh, strangled them with their own bras. Mm. Uh, this was the perfect stomping mine ground. Would have, mine would be a huge weapon to use against me. <laughs> He's all, I could just put this on her whole face. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, so this was actually a perfect place for him because it was heavily populated with prostitutes. Uh, he would stake the like area. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. He would stake the area for new victims. And one of his possible victims vanished down the street from the hotel. Jack even said while he stayed there, he had dated the hotel receptionist. Dun, dun, dun. can you imagine like finding out that you dated a freaking serial killer no oh, i God. heard a store a listener's tale on morbid the other day mm-hmm. about this lady who when um she was her in the night or in the ugh, in the 80s in the 80s um her mom dated john wayne gacy what yeah oh and like God. when they were getting those bodies out of his basement like she saw the news and she's like he was literally at our house like two days before they discovered his last victim oh my god I'm like imagine your mom, and then you're like your mom's like judging the men you date when you grow up and you're like you didn't date a job in case you oh my god i know crazy yeah he actually so he ended up hanging himself when he was arrested or before he got arrested so where uh, I didn't really do research on him, so <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. This is just a summary of things <laughs> that happened there. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, in 2011, the hotel was sold and attempted to rebrand themselves as the Stay on Main. They remodeled but kept the signage for the Cecil. They actually divided the hotel into three different sections. The tenants Which is the weird bottom. the way that they <clears throat> divided it. I know. It's weird. The tenants were at the bottom, the stay at Maine was the middle, and the Cecil was the top. Yeah, and only like those stay at Maine floors. Yeah, those were the only ones that were like remodeled and just made it look like a brand new hotel. Which is weird because the Cecil's so pretty too from the year that it was made and then they, I understand like it was old and run down and stuff, but then they tried to make like a couple floors modern. I'm like, Mm-hmm. No, you don't do that to a classic hotel like that. And what's kind of crazy is that they ended up sharing the elevator. So it's like made it almost right. pointless. Like, right. what's the point? Especially imagine like living there and then you have God who knows who yeah. going in your building all the time. And they have access to your floors. Yeah. So that's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. That'd be scary. Uh, I actually when I first heard about the Cecil and I think it was actually about this story in particular that we're referencing gonna talk about later Mm -hmm. um I remember them talking about it so I like looked it up the stay at Maine and I was like that is so weird like they have a diagram of like these four floors or however many floors it is Mm -hmm. I'm like what (laughs) so weird yeah so people think they're getting like this luxurious hotel but they're getting a ghetto <laughs> hotel with luxurious rooms or not even luxurious it's just more updated luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so what you're talking about is what i'm going to talk about right now okay uh one of the most famous cases happened in 2013 it gained national attention it was the disappearance of elisa lamb 
She was a Canadian college student and she was caught on camera behaving erratically on the elevator surveillance before she vanished. She seemed to be yelling at someone, not in view of the camera, possibly even talking to herself. Um, she looked like she was hiding from something or someone. Yeah, this footage, yo, when I watch it, because you could literally watch the entire footage. Mm-hmm. It creeps me out. Like, I can't watch it late at night because I'm like, what? That's that's like fucking either crazy or like, like spooky as hell. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't even know. It looks like something that would be in a horror movie. Like, it is a horror movie. Like, that's not real. Mm-hmm. So she actually uh, started to press a bunch of the buttons in the elevator before going out of it and then walking away and then vanishing. She, she was missing for three weeks before her body was found naked in the hotel's water tank on the roof. Yeah, and the reason why she was found is because people that lived and were staying in the building complained of weird odors and tastes and smells from the water. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, let's see what's going on in the water tank. I can't, like, I can't imagine being a guest there and, like, staying there for however long. And, like, first of all, if I see water that looks like that, I ain't using it. <laughs> They're all, it was, like, brown and It's brown, and I, I'm so still going to brush it. my, <laughs> and I brush my teeth with it. Ew. Oh, gross. I mean, you can. I know. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I know. I saw this, like meme the other day where it was like people be not drinking tap water but they be using tap ice and I'm all that's so true yeah because <laughs> mm-hmm. your ice isn't filtered yep uh so the police actually eventually ruled her death an accidental drowning but many critics believe there was something more to the story after the video was released to the public some thought the hotel may be haunted yeah because they were trying to say that like in order to even just get into the water tank the door was like heavy to lift Mm -hmm. and then the fact that like it was closed and she was on the inside they're like how could she close it from the inside when the height to reach from the water to where the roof is is like eight feet or something like that like you can't how that doesn't make any sense I'm actually gonna tell you the answer to this because I found out I actually watched the Netflix documentary. I don't know if you, you probably did. I think I did. Well, then if you did, you would have known that that, that's not the truth. Oh, it's because the maintenance guy put the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, (laughs) so Elisa was actually traveling by herself to California. She stayed in San Diego prior to her stay in LA. She came to LA on January 28th. But the last time she was heard from by her family was January 31st. So they reported her missing the next day because she always kept in contact with them. And this just was out of character. Uh, and she like um, posted on social media a lot too, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, it was Tumblr. Like she uh, posted. Tumblr, yes. It was basically like her life on there. She posted like, they said she it was like blogged. a trail. Yeah. Yeah. Trail of breadcrumbs, like basically telling her whole life on there um she had no filter like she told like she ended up saying like she was bipolar like all this stuff I can't imagine like I have a lot of stuff that I would not put on social media just because I would I don't give a fuck (laughs) I just yeah of all what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do about it (laughs) so crazy so what (laughs) so she actually did not have this type of history or 
this type of behavior of going missing and not contacting her family. She checked into the hotel at the stay on Main, um, and it's actually a shared bunk room where she was. Of kind of like a hostel. Yeah, five oh six, and they had community bathrooms and showers. And like I said earlier, it was eighty five at night, and it was mainly people from foreign countries or people wanting to visit LA on a budget. She was supposed to stay there for four days, but obviously that didn't happen. So, yeah, she stayed there forever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you know how some people don't believe in ghosts and some people do? Like, what if because of the circumstances of her death, she's like trapped there? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's crazy. Well, imagine, I thought you were going to go somewhere completely <laughs> different than that. I thought you were going to say, like, imagine because there's people who believe in ghosts and people who don't. Like, what if you don't believe in ghosts? You're like, that's fucking bullshit. And then you die and you become a ghost and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know, I wish I would have watched more ghost hunters or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to haunt these people. Yeah. Okay, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know who I would haunt. Yeah. I know quite a few people that I would haunt. Yeah. Uh, so when investigators started to investigate her disappearance, they went looking for her belongings, but the hotel staff had already removed it from the room which is protocol you know they have to clean it out for the other guests they didn't know obviously um all their shit was there and they're like yeah let's just it's fine everything i know that's just because where i like i work in the property management (laughs) (laughs) management industry and like we have to wait 30 days before we could do anything with their shit well they they still had it they just took it out of the room oh no we have to leave it in there oh you have to leave it in there yeah okay well i don't know i guess that was their protocol um so they gathered gathered all their call you mean lack thereof (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so what they found was her laptop prescription medication items of value her wallet and all of her clothes they said when they found the room it was messy but it didn't seem like there was any foul play there was no drugs found in the room or anything uh they found Wait, out besides her prescription medicine yeah no like illegal but drugs. can that can those drugs like make you like do weird things um so i want to talk about people with bipolar because she, oh do you <laughs> so she suffered from bipolar and i and what we what they find out later and i'll talk about it in a little bit um she was under prescribed or I, what, how do you say it like undertaking what she was supposed to take microdosing there you go <laughs> she wasn't taking what she was supposed to but she either way enough. but she could not like maybe the medication isn't the right one like the thing about people with bipolar they have to like literally test different medications right but you think that they hadn't figured it out by the time she was that age i don't know maybe not yeah because think about it people with that she was so open i i I feel like medication even with bipolar like it doesn't work for them because they have a chemical imbalance and no matter what well that's what they're giving them as chemicals to balance them but it doesn't ever or are you sure they're not mixing it with some other hardcore drugs they probably shouldn't be taking? 
I mean, maybe. Who knows? I guess it depends on the person. I wonder how that could possibly affect you if you A, are chemically imbalanced and B, taking pills for it, and then you're also doing other stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Like, you don't know person. Uh, Anyway. So they, they actually found out that she visited a bookstore the day before she went missing. They were trying to basically retract or retrace 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 her steps um they all but nothing really came out of that other than like her being outgoing lively and friendly and looking to find books that weren't too heavy for her to carry so that that was kind of like a dead end so six weeks six weeks six days after her disappearance the police had a press conference in order to get help from the public. They had re- released the video footage from the elevator. There were cameras in all the common areas in the hotel. Uh, based on this, they did not believe she left the hotel. And right, so then why didn't they search the entire building? Including so, so that's the thing. The water it's, tanks. Like I would start from when the they, fucking top and go But they the did. Up. That's the thing is they took the dogs and the dog scent like went to the window where the fire escape was. And yeah, they went on the roo- they went on the roof, but they never even thought to look in the water tanks. You have Which, a like, uh, if she, why not? That's the thing is if if the scent went to the roof and those are there and she's not there, I look everywhere on the fucking roof. Exactly, anywhere that, a person could fit. So the guy that the one of the investigators that um he actually was really upset about it. He said they didn't yeah. thoroughly do their investigation. Yeah, but- and you can sue like the police department and the hotel for drinking body water. Yeah. Dead I wonder if they did. Body water. I fucking would. I'd be like, what? First of all, if people are complaining about this kind of water, A, and then B, somebody's missing and you go on the roof and don't look in the one place where somebody, a body could fit, like that's on you. I feel like. Yeah. But I, I wonder if that would make you sick. Well, that's that's another thing that was happening around the area is that like tuberculosis was was very like high around the transients, which I don't know if that that's a cause. Of it, but it could be <laughs> has Lisa Lamb's water <laughs> spreading in the hole. No, I don't know it's tuberculosis. Just... Oh, but another reason they lost a lot of their police. Uh, people was because do you remember chris dorner uh i don't know uh he was the ex-cop marine that like had this manifesto that was basically he was gonna shoot out the whole lapd no they were on a manhunt for him Mm-mm. well anyway that that's was ha- weird yeah that <laughs> happened around the same time of them investigating her disappearance so all the police basically went to that and then they were left with just like four investigators so kind of like not one of the four investigators was like maybe we should look in that water tank yeah i guess not i'm sorry that's just horrible police work right there lapd Mm -hmm. lapd what did i say Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they basically searched everywhere quote unquote they even checked the dumpsters They've searched the fire escape, but didn't find anything. Based on the medication she was taking, they found that bipolar and depression, that people looked at the video, they believed maybe she was on drugs. Um, 
and maybe that was a contributing factor to her disappearance. Um, people also believe that the video was manipulated and that the hotel no. or the police were hiding something. Uh, it wasn't until um, people, like you said earlier, were complaining about the water, the maintenance worker like checked things out and it still was like nasty. So that's when he went to the water tank, climbed up the water, saw that the hatch was Climbed open, up the water. Climbed up the water tank. <laughs> <laughs> up the ladder. Um, he made me lose my place. <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing this dude climbing some water. It's very interesting. <laughs> um <clears throat> So he saw that the hatch was open and that's when he found Elisa Lamp. She was floating right side up naked with her clothes at the bottom of the tank. Originally, the public thought that the hatch was closed, but it ended up being open. And this was a case of miscommunication and human error. So basically, <laughs> whoever, well, whoever released it to- it's, uh, closed. <laughs> well, whoever released it to the public basically gave them the wrong information. So um, in order to get her out, they had to drain the tank, cut a hole in the side, and they checked her body. They found no physical evidence or trauma. They did a tox report, found no illegal drugs in her system, only her prescription drugs with a lower dosage. Um, it was four months after her death is when they concluded it was accidental drowning with bipolar as a contributor contributing factor. I think what they believe is that she had a psychotic break, started having delusions, paranoia, hallucinations. She ended up like probably trying to escape something that was imaginary, chasing her. Um, You're making she, me so creeped out right now. <laughs> well, that's basically what the conclusion is. I mean, what else I know it and uh, fucking ghost. So I'll tell you something. Tell you, me. I've seen firsthand paranoia and hallucinations, not from me, but it, <laughs> I swear to God, in the mirror every day. I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah. And you're all, the thing is they, oh, they, that's, that's what I choose. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she thought somebody was chasing her and she wanted to hide and she's like, oh, let's go in here. I mean, who knows? I like, like fucking demons. It could be. Maybe she was possessed. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're never really going to know what happened. That's the crazy part. I mean, we know how she died, obviously drowning, uh, but. Yeah, and that's a part of that movie that my brother's in. Dark Water? Maybe. It's a it's like a, a C-rated horror film at best. Well, I don't know. I know they said something was, it sounded like that a little bit. Okay, I'll figure it out, guys. Don't worry. Let's continue. Um. All right. So Elisa Lamb's parents filed a suit against the hotel in September um, of 2013. Uh, they filed a wrongful death caused by negligence on the hotel. Uh, they claimed that there was a risk and they should have taken precautions to keep the guests off the roof. But unfortunately, the judge would rule in the hotel's favor and the case would be dismissed. Mm. no it's this one called followed oh <laughs> okay i'll tell you about it <laughs> <laughs> so in 
So this just seemed to be a case of a woman suffering from a severe mental illness and she didn't get the help she needed. Yeah. The the last body that was found at the Cecil was in 2015, a man who reportedly committed suicide. Um, Ghost stories and rumors of the hotel just... Wait, that's the last death? Yeah. Seven years ago? Mm-hmm. That's and this, so this hotel was it. actually the inspiration to like the American Horror Story. Have you seen that one? No, it's that's inspired by Hotel California song. Come on. It was didn't they film it in there in the Cecil? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure they did. I could be wrong, people. I'll, I'll if I'm fight wrong. you. <laughs> Uh, so they actually sold it. Who? Um, whoever owned it before. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, uh, the hotel was de- designated a historic cultural monument by the city of Los Angeles in 2017. They closed it the same year for renovations. They ended up selling it to New York developers. Um, they're going to basically turn it into micro apartments, like low income housing. And then another part's going to be luxury hotel, which is kind of like weird. I, I could never do luxury hotel. I don't hotel. understand like the splitting building thing. Like that's just, I would understand if it was like two buildings that were a part of the same development, but the fact that it's all just one building is weird. Yeah, I don't right? know. But the, they, they, people were saying that they were going to like make it like high end and make it a luxury with a bar on the roof and a waiting pool and all this other stuff so I mean who knows wait how many floors is it um was it like 15 or something I think so did you know that that hotels don't have a 13th floor isn't that weird Mm -hmm. no (laughs) you're like no technically they do and they just call it 14 (laughs) I, I know, right? That's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking the same I'm all, thing. Well, you could do what you want. It's still 13 floors. They have 14 floors. 14? Yeah. So technically... 13. It's 13. Which is unlucky. But 13 is my lucky number. Who are you, Taylor Swift? Get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Both of my Did boys... Did you know that she has a new album coming out? No. <laughs> In October, it's called Midnight. Oh. how it's delightful it's all the songs she wrote at midnight and beyond <laughs> That's just fyi guys i hope she hears this <laughs> i'm sure she's off oh my gosh well so that's my story of the cisa hotel oh wait that's it yes <laughs> Well, I'm glad that I ended with Taylor Swift because that's a huge <laughs> exclamation point on your exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I've so. heard it. Done it, been there. No, I've always wanted to because I lived in LA literally for like six years and then I was like, nah. <laughs> it's because I could never find anybody to go do that shit with me. Like, not even you. And I'm... You- not gonna go to Skid Row. Sorry, I want to live most of the time. It's not <laughs> like people just drive by, um, drive into there, and then they're just dead. Um, we <laughs> can wave. We'll wave at it. 
girl but you're willing to have a goblin live in your house i don't understand that you're just so weird I am. like it's i don't want to go to the horror the horror could live with me <laughs> so stupid. all right thanks everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed the story and the rude interruptions <laughs> like, i feel like i'm interrupting too much but i have stuff to say yeah but I, I actually gave more information than what you had. You did. Like was... on top of it, not more, but like on top. Yeah. So I added a little sprinkle of knowledge that I had. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Perfect. Thanks. I can't wait to be told my whole story. I can't wait for it to be my spoiling it. Well, then stop choosing ones that I know because I just can't help it. It comes out like word vomit. No, but I like it because if it's ones that you haven't heard, you're just sitting there like, well, what about this? What about this? I'm like, <laughs> so I know. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. It's either I know it and I'm talking over you or I don't know it and I'm like, you make me look well, dumb. <laughs> either way. <laughs> Oh, I just hit my mic. Okay, well, thanks, guys. I hope it wasn't too horrible. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Continue listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Please.